Chapter 9 Shri Sai Sacharitha In chapter 9 Dabolkar describes the consequences of disobeying Baba's orders How Tatya was eager to go to Kopar Gaon Bazaar Baba cautioned him not to leave the village that day Tatya however was determined to go and paid no heed to Baba's words and left As soon as the Tonga crossed Savli Veer one of the horses got a sprain and the Tonga overturned and Tatya got hurt A similar incident occurred with an European gentleman who was displeased with the reception he got at Shirdi and after ignoring Baba's words left his Tonga also overturned near Savli Veer and he was admitted to a hospital in Kopargaon for his injuries then Dabalkar describes the necessity of medicancy and panchasuna and finally the stories of the Tarkad family when Ramchandra Atmaram Tarkad forgets to offer nevedya of sugar candy to the photograph of baba in their home while his son jyotindra and his wife are at shirdi how mrs tarkad feeds a hungry dog and a dirt smeared pig and baba's hunger is appeased now i shall narrate a few leelas of how the devotees fared after disobeying baba leela number 1 there is a special characteristic of the pilgrimage to shirdi if a pilgrim returns home without baba's permission he invites only trouble for himself says hemar pant in chapter 9 nor could the pilgrim stay on in shirdi if baba gave him permission to leave on the other hand if a devotee followed the advice of staying for the required time or having a meal though it seemed to be late or an unnecessary delay the events proved to be fruitful danger was averted trains were caught and the journey was comfortable many such stories are given in the charitra here are a few others leela number 1 he pestered baba off and on for permission to go home during his visit to shirdi this irritated baba so he told babu rao aurangabadkar do whatever you want i will not bear any consequences aurangabadkar presumed that baba had granted him permission to leave so he left in haste all went well for about a mile then a terrible storm erupted thus he was stranded in the middle of the road unprotected and at the mercy of the elements he could proceed only the next day after having learned his lesson of disobeying baba aurangabadkar could not forget how cold and wet and shivering and hungry he was stranded in the middle of nowhere this is taken 
from Ambrosia and Shirdi, written by Ramalinga Swami. Leela number two. In 1960, Kalavati Bajirao Dule was suffering from tuberculosis. She was given the best possible treatment. However, there was no visible signs of improvement. Finally, the physician advised surgery. Kalavati's daughter, Kusum, was devoted to Baba and she sought refuge in him. Kusum prayed to Baba and started reading the Sai Satcharita and completed it in seven days. Early one morning, Kusum had a vivid dream of Baba. Sternly, he said, Do not get your mother operated, and if you do, then do not come to me. Kusum could not understand a word of what Baba said. However, she prayed to Baba and said, Baba, if you cure my mother of this terrible disease, I will bring her to Shirdi and stay there for two weeks and attend all your artis. Soon after Kusum had taken this vow, her mother's health started improving. Her mother, Kalavati, started walking around the house without huffing and puffing. In due course of time, she was able to climb the stairs with ease. Kusum fulfilled her vow and took her mother to Shirdi. At Shirdi, Kalavati visited all the holy sites with ease and her health improved beyond expectation. Then, doubt raised its ugly head in her husband's mind. He wondered if his wife was really as well as she claimed. He forced her to go to the doctor. Kalavati had herself checked again and the doctor again suggested surgery. That day Kalavati was admitted and surgery was to be performed two days later. Immediately Kusum and her husband rushed to the hospital and vehemently opposed the surgery. But the father paid no heed to what they said. Then Kusum related the dream and what Baba had said in great detail, but of no avail. Kalavati did have her surgery two days later, and the same night she passed away. In the dream, Baba had given them an indication of the calamity that was to occur. He said, Do not get your mother operated, and if you do, then do not come to me. If only her father had faith in Baba's words as Kusum and her husband had, her mother would surely have been alive today. This Leela was taken from Sai Prasad, Volume 33, Number 9, August of 1979. Leela number three. Vithal Rao often visited Shirdi and after Baba's Mahasamadhi, he made it a point to attend the three major festivals. Vithal never left Shirdi without Baba's permission. He had a unique way of doing this. When it was time for him to leave Shirdi, 
he went to the Samadhi Mandir and placed a coconut on the Padukas. Then he bowed his head on the Padukas, saying, Baba, I am returning home with your permission. Once Vittal and two other devotees, that is Damona Rasne and Sakaram Shinde, left Shirdi without Baba's permission. They were in a hurry as Damu Anna had an important meeting to attend. The vehicle was Shinde's car and he was driving it. They had nearly reached Nagar when a cobbler on a bicycle came in front of the vehicle. A terrible accident occurred where the cobbler was thrown off the bike and he sustained a head injury. He lost consciousness and there was no water to give the injured man. But they did have Baba's Udi, so they gave it to him and he regained consciousness. They took him to the hospital and there it came to light that he had a broken thigh bone. Subsequently, he became all right and was discharged. This was a lesson for all of them. Vithal never again left Shirdi without Baba's permission. This Leela was taken from Sai Sagar magazine, year 2001. Every devotee who visits Shirdi should take permission from Baba prior to leaving. If you don't, you usually run into delays and various problems. Next, there is the difficult problem of Panchasuna. These are sins that are inadvertently incurred by the lady of the house while cooking and doing household chores. It is described in this chapter. Prayaschit or atonement of the sins is to perform the four Mahayagnyas Pitru Yagnya, Bhuta Yagnya, Manush Yagnya, and Dev Yagnya, which are already described in Chapter 8 and also by doing Vaishvadev Puja or putting offerings into Agni Dev. I shall narrate how Baba instructed Shagun Meru Naik to perform Vaishwadev Puja and thus taught us to do the same in our homes. Baba instructs Shagun Meru Naik to perform Vaishwadev Puja. Shagun Meru states, I came to Shirdi around 1912. At that time, I was jobless and did not have any business of my own. About six months later, I started taking Nivedya for Baba. About two years later, I had a dream where I was standing near Dhunimai. Baba said, Shagun, bring me soft rice for breakfast tomorrow. So the next day, around seven o'clock in the morning, I took some cooked rice, a papad and some curds. I did this daily for two years. One morning, I found Baba standing near Dhunimai. Baba 
turned to me and said, Have you put any ghee on the rice? I told him I had not done so. Baba then said, Henceforth, put some ghee over the rice. I did as I was bidden. Baba himself took a morsel or two from the plate and put it in Dunimai. Then he said, From now on, bring me ghee-enriched rice and put some of it in Dunimai. Then give it to me. This became my daily routine. After Baba's Mahasamadhi, I continued this Vaishwadev Puja. At noon, I bring Nivedya, first put it in Dhunimai, then I take a plate and set it in front of Baba's photograph. After that, I put some in the Kolamba and the remaining I feed stray dogs. Baba's updesh or teaching was that cooked rice should first be cleansed and purified by pouring some ghee on it. This is called Annashuddhi. Then it should be offered to Dhuni or fire. This is Vaishwadev Puja. Vaishwadev Puja is performed to this day by the Samstan. At about 11 o'clock, the Pujari comes daily to the Dwarka Mai and offers boiled rice and ghee to Dhuni Mai. Then coconuts are offered to her. An easy way of doing Vaishwadev Puja is putting a drop of ghee on the fire after cooking as an offering to Vaishwadev. In Hinduism, it is advocated that we feed crows daily to appease our ancestors. 2. Feeding of cows is performed for all the gods and goddesses that reside in her and to help us cross the Vaitarni river after death. When we feed grass to them, it is equivalent to feeding Brahmins. 3. The dog personifies Yama, the lord of death, who guards the doors of heaven and hell. 4. Feeding ants, as they bless us abundantly and immediately, with good fortune, if we feed them during Pitrupaksh, our wishes and desires get fulfilled. 5. As mentioned in the Vedas and the scriptures, it is considered that feeding birds and animals help us to avoid the ill effects of the planets on our horoscope and add to our good karma. Finally, I will narrate the Leela of how the beautiful photograph of Baba came to the Tarkar's home. And this was the photograph that Ramchandra Atmaram Tarkar forgot to offer sugar candy as Nivedya when Jyotindar was at Shirdi. Now I shall narrate the Leela of how Baba came in the form of a photograph to stay in the Tarkar home. In Sai Satcharita Chapter 9, the story of Ramchandra Tarkad and his son Jyotindra is given. How Jyotindra extracted a promise from his father to worship Baba's photograph in the sandalwood shrine daily 
Jyotindra followed this routine rather strictly. He got up every day at 5 a.m., had a bath, then he did puja. He applied sandalwood paste to Baba's photograph, then lighted incense and offered nivedya of sugar candy. Thus he was reluctant to accompany his mother to Shirdi, as he did not want a break in the routine. Ramchandra assured him again and again that he would perform puja daily and offer nivedya to Baba, and then have his lunch. Only after Jyotindra was fully convinced of his father's promise did he accompany his mother. But one day his father forgot to offer nivedya. There at Shirdi, Baba said, What to do, O mother? Today, as every day, I went to your home in Bandra. But there was no rice, no gruel, nothing to eat or drink, and hungry I have to return. OV 107 In the Charitra chapter 40, Baba goes to Dabolkar's home in the form of a bas relief. In this Leela, Baba goes to the Tarkar home in the form of a photograph. One day, early in the morning, Jyotindra and his father had an identical dream. They both saw a beautiful sandalwood shrine and Baba sitting in it. They immediately got up and made a sketch of it. When they met for breakfast, they spoke of their dream. They were astonished to find that their dreams were identical and the sketch that each had drawn was the same. They decided to have the shrine as soon as possible. They set out and bought a lot of sandalwood, then brought a carpenter and showed him the sketches and commissioned him to make a shrine. Their residence at Bandra had a small terrace, and there the carving of the shrine started. It took about a year to complete. After completion, the shrine stood 9 feet tall and 2 feet 5 inches by 2 feet 5 inches in length and breadth. So, it was a masterpiece. Now they wanted a beautiful photograph of Baba. They knew that Baba did not allow himself to be photographed. So, what was to be done? One Friday evening, father and son were strolling in Chor Bazaar when a shopkeeper started gesticulating to them to come to the shop. Then the shopkeeper ran after them and said he had a packet for them. Jatendra and his father entered the shop rather skeptically. Then the wonderful Leela started unfolding. They questioned the shopkeeper about the parcel. He said, A few days ago, a saintly-looking elderly gentleman came to my shop. He said, On Friday, a Hindu father and his son will pass this way. You can easily recognize them as the father will have on a hat and the son will have a black Gandhi cap. He then handed me this packet and also gave me Rs. 50 as a service charge. Please accept this packet. They still were skeptical, so they asked the shopkeeper to open it. 
what they saw left them speechless it was a beautiful photograph of baba sitting on the stone they thanked him and offered him some money for the trouble he had taken but he refused to accept the money jyotindra and his father returned home they placed the photograph in the shrine and it fit perfectly on the next visit to shirdi they went to the dwarkamai at that time a local devotee was trying to get a photograph of baba when baba said go to my bhau's house and see i am alive and sitting there jyotindra got up at once and held his feet mentally he prayed for only one boon and that was to never ever forget baba this leela is taken from shri sai swanabau tarkadanche then there is the leela of sita bai tarkad who feeds a hungry dog and a pig prior to having lunch and baba's hunger is appeased later when she goes to the dwarka mai baba says mai you fed me sumptuously and my afflicted pranas are satisfied the dog that you fed today is one with me and so is every creature one with me he who sees me in all creatures is my beloved so abandon the sense of duality and distinction and serve me as you did today here baba teaches us his all pervasiveness so i shall narrate some leelas pertaining to this leelas of baba's all pervasiveness sometimes i'm a dog sometimes a pig a cow a cat an ant a fly and an aquatic creature in such various forms do i move about in this world know that i like only him who sees me in all living beings so give up the sense of differentiation this is the way to worship me this was said to mrs tarkad sai sacharita chapter 9 when she fed a hungry dog that came to her door at lunch time then she fed a hungry pig smeared all over with mud and dirt happily she fed the pig too baba used to feed a mongrel dog daily the dog used to sleep on the steps of the dwarkamai one day madhu false hit the dog who was obstructing his path Baba at once flew into a rage and said it came here for me and not for you so be aware hereafter next is the story of Hansraj as he was an asthmatic baba forbade him to eat yogurt however hansraj could not resist his love for yogurt he got it made at home and asked his wife to hang it in a sling from the ceiling every day a cat came and ate the curds one day 
Hansraj stayed at home to catch the cat in this act so he could punish it. This is exactly what happened. The cat stealthily came in, climbed up and ate the yogurt. Hansraj waited with a stick in his hand and beat the cat as it left. Later, he went to see Baba in the Dwarkamai. Baba said, "There is a man who wants to die by eating sour and pungent things. But I would not allow him to do that. Today I went to him in the form of a cat. That fellow has given me a beating on my back. See here." Then Baba exposed his back and thereby showed the welt marks. Malsapati used to feed a crippled bitch daily. One day, having fed her, he said, "Go, go." But the bitch would not move. So he took a stick and beat it. Later, when he went to the Dwarkamai, Baba said, "There is a bitch sickly like me in the village. Everyone is beating it." Malsapati remembered his behavior and repented. These leelas are taken from Ambrosia in Shirdi written by Ramalinga Swami. After taking bhiksha Baba put the food collected into a kolamba. The cats and the dogs of Shirdi waited for his return so they could eat to their heart's content. He who would not drive away the animals would he allow them to be beaten and this concludes the commentary on the chapter om sai ram